There is nothing wrong with your internet. Do not attempt to adjust your settings. We are controlling the podcast. We control the squealing and the screams. We can make your heart flutter, your eyes blur from tears, or sharpen your mind to crystal clarity. For the next hour, sit back. We are in control of what you hear. We repeat, there is nothing wrong with your setting. You are about to experience the awe and mystery known as the female mind. You are now entering the Fangirl Zone. Welcome to Sci-Fi Talk on the Fangirl Zone, a podcast where we discuss shows on the Sci-Fi Channel. I'm Steve. And I'm Sean Fangirl S. And today we'll be discussing episode eight of season five of Van Helsing. Okay, I liked it, but I felt like this was a side quest. Yeah, there definitely was a bit of a side quest to this episode. I mean, it was good to have most of everybody together, but that only lasted this episode, so. (laughs) Right. Wait and see. I do have something that we forgot to mention last episode, because I didn't know it. Okay. Oh, crap. I forget his name now. One of the producers was, or showrunners, was tweeting, and he had said Alex, who is Julius, his band was playing music for one of the scenes. Right. Yeah. The the fight scene. with Not the big fight scene. I think it was the group vampire fight scene. Okay. Maybe. Was it? I think. Because there wasn't really a whole lot of music, was there, during the big fight? Now I'm, like, forgetting. I feel like it was so long ago. Right. <laughs> But yeah, I I didn't even know he had a band. Yep. So I'm like, oh, that's pretty cool. It's like, all right, get your music in there. Yep. It sounded kind of death metal, but you know, whether or not it is. But I just thought it was perfect putting it in with the little fight. Well, not the little fight, but like the music with the fight. And it was like his episode. So he got his music in there. So I just want to say that was pretty awesome. Absolutely. (laughs) Okay, let's jump into this kind of feel-good-ish episode, shall we? Okay. Episode 8, Deep Trouble. Axel, Violet, Jack, and Ivory are on their way to D.C. when an attack from the military leads them to take cover in an abandoned mine. But the mine may not be as safe as they think, you think? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, the whole military thing has still got me all, like, are they all vampires? Are they just under control of the Dark One? Which is it? Is it both? I think it's probably both. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I think we will see some military vampires and we will see some human military as well. At this point, I'm like, doesn't anybody else notice? Like, we're losing a lot of people. They're suddenly dying in the White House. Right. You uh, think somebody oh, there's would, a lot of vamps. Uh, <laughs> notice that, but you never know. Yeah. All right. Take us away. All right. We open in the woods where Violet sits alone on a tree stump drawing a picture of Julius in the Van Helsing book. As the camera pans back, we see Axel working on the SUV and Jack and Ivory sitting together. Jack mentions how good the sun feels, and Ivory agrees as she tells Jack that her people were sun worshippers. So we get a little bit of an idea of actually how ancient Ivory is there, because you're going way back now. Axel is frustrated with the SUV, saying he will keep it running as long as he can, but it's basically a 6,000-pound paperweight. That's not a good thing. No. So Axel goes over to Violet and sees the drawing and tells her it looks just like him. Violet replies that he deserves to be remembered, 
and that he's just as important to this fight as her or any of her ancestors. I want to say whoever is doing the drawing is really good. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> that looked so awesome. Yeah, so Axel tries to get Vi to talk about it, but she tells him it's her problem to deal with. And then Violet turns the tables on him by mentioning Scarlet and Vanessa and tells everyone, it's, let's go. Yeah, that was really wrong. Absolutely, I'm sorry. yeah. I mean, I understand where she's coming from. Yeah. Like, she wants to deal with it her own way, and Axel didn't exactly talk to everybody about what was happening with him. No. But Axel was with Vanessa a really long time, like years. Yes. And then he was in love with Scarlet. Unless Violet was in love with Julius and we had no clue. Right. It's like, as far as the timeline goes, I don't feel like you'd been with him that long. Right. So I just felt like that was really kind of crappy of her. It's yeah. like, but you know what? When you're angry and just hurting, you're going to lash out. Right. Absolutely. So it's like, I can see both sides. But man, to bring up Scarlet, that was just low. Yes. And before they can get to the SUV, Axel hears a chopper and then a missile fire and the SUV explodes. Oh, thankfully they weren't moving. Yeah. Violet gets blown several feet away, but is all right. And they run into the trees for cover. I'm still trying to figure out how she was all right. She seemed way close. Yes. <laughs> way too close. They hide behind some trees as the chopper fires at them. And Axel tells Ivory to stop firing as the stash of bullets is now gone. Yep. I thought they were out of bullets at the church. Or yeah. did they have more? <laughs> or was that just like what they had on them at that moment? I think they probably had a stash of regular bullets in the SUV. Oh, okay. Axel tells them they'll have to take this in shorter lengths to avoid the gunfire. <laughs> that didn't work out well because... We don't see them running 20 feet and stopping and 20 feet and stopping. They run all the way. Yeah, I know. I'm like, wait, shouldn't you guys have stopped like a while ago? Yeah, I think the stops got <laughs> left on the editing floor. Yeah. <laughs> so Violet sees something as Axel yells to head for the opening and they make it to an old mine. I'm thinking if this is like really old, it's probably not stable. So this might be a bad idea. Yes, absolutely. And they do an ammo count, which isn't going to be enough to deal with the soldiers coming out of the chopper. So they open the gate and head into the mine and figure out it's a tourist mine. I didn't even know that was like a real thing. Oh, absolutely. You can see my family of... didn't do that kind of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I know down here there are a ton of caves that are tourist attractions down here in Missouri. Oh, okay. Jack explains to Ivory what a tourist mine is, and Violet finds a map which shows another exit on the other side of the mountain. Well, that's good. Yeah, at least they won't have to come right out to the soldiers. Right. Jack wonders if they made a wrong turn, but Axel figures that the boarded up area was the working section of the mine. So he pulls off enough boards so they can get through, and Jack asks, why so much acid? Because they smell the acid. And Axel replies. Oh, I love it. Oh, it's so they can get the copper out. Right. How do you know these things? <laughs> and, and I I couldn't figure out what, what she was talking about at first. I'm like, acid? Right. I'm thinking she's talking about drugs or something. I'm like, <laughs> what are you talking about? Right. But yeah, I love it. Oh, 
it's Mickey's fun fact number two. It's like, <laughs> or Mikey, sorry. Right. <laughs> and he just kind of, that grin, it's like, all right, all right, Jonathan. Yeah, I grabbed the brochure. <laughs> <laughs> so they stop as they hear creaking, and Axel tells them it's just the walls settling, hopefully. Yeah, Jack wants to see the map and thinks the need to keep going, but something comes up behind Axel who notices the girl's reaction. I so wanted to hear him say, it's behind me, isn't it? (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Classic horror movie or something. But can I just ask you really quick? Sure. Why is Axel out in front when Axel is the only one of the four that is completely human and can get hurt and die? Right. I'm like... Shouldn't you be, like, in the middle? Yeah. So I guess it's the military, right? Yes. Axel gets knocked into a pillar, which breaks as the girls fire, but whatever it was is now gone. So they check on Axel, who's okay, and he yells to stop firing as a cave-in occurs. Oh, great. Yeah. Everyone survives, but Axel and Ivory get separated from Violet and Jack. Ivory at least says that the entrance has been closed off, which is at least something. At least the military can't get in right now. Or it'll take them a long time. Yeah. Axel asks if they still have the map, which Violet finds, and he tells them to follow it to the exit, and they will use the compass to follow them until he doesn't have it anymore. Oh, my God. That's a whole nother thing. Yes. Jack asks if that thing is dead, and Axel replies that they don't know, but they need to get moving. He determines that his rifle got buried in the rocks and asks Ivory about her weapon, which she checks and drops it on the ground, but hands Axel a pickaxe. Well, at least it's something. Yeah, but at the same time, I'm like, can't you use that to bludgeon something? Yeah. Why why drop it? Yes. So Axel is glad their tunnel seems to be heading in the right direction, but Ivory is concerned as Violet and Jack have no weapons and Jack is still weak from her slumber. And then Axel mentions her emotion. Okay, we're going to have some personal discussions here in this episode. Ivory questions him and Axel tells her that he fell for a Van Helsing hard and lost her. Ivory tells him that she remembers and that she was a great warrior. And Axel warns her that it can put you in a very dark place if you lose someone. And Ivory asks if he got out, and he just shakes his head. Okay, at this point, I'm like, did I miss an episode? Right. (laughs) Because Ivory has been with Violet this whole time. Right. How is she suddenly, like, in love with Jack? She's known her, what, since she woke up? Or is there something that I'm misremembering? Oh, yeah, they were an issue when we first found Jack, when we actually, yeah, they're at the end of last season, they were becoming an item. Oh, okay, that's why I'm like, wait, she's known her for like a day? What's happening here? (laughs) No. Because I don't remember them really becoming a thing at all. Yeah. But like I said, it's like, I feel like last season was... A decade ago at this point. Absolutely. It's like the span between Sherlock's seasons. Yes. It's just taking forever. So we go check on Violet and Jack. And Violet tells Jack to be careful because sometimes love can cloud your vision and she can't imagine if Lee was here. And I totally forgot about him. Yeah. And Jack asks, who's Lee? And Violet tells her he was her boyfriend. And she had to leave him behind and at first thought, 
It was for his safety, but now realizes that she didn't want her mind clouded for the mission. Jack tells her that it sounds hard, but she looks forward to meeting him when all this is over. So that kind of just went right over Jack's head. (laughs) Yeah, because we didn't have confirmation if he died, right? Right. We're just assuming because it's been, it was before all of this started happening. Because wasn't it like way at the beginning he was helping her? Yeah, when she got separated from everybody. Yeah, so, I mean, that was... And she like, left... Because I know he was working in the bar at the base. Right, and they ended but, up at a train station, and she... Right, that's what I'm saying. That's like forever ago at this yes. point. <laughs> and she snuck out and got on a bus, so he wouldn't be able to follow her. Yeah, this is like a whole nother lifetime at this point. Right. I just hope they don't encounter him as a vampire. I mean... Yeah, she can change him, but still, that would be rough. Yes. Back to Axel and Ivory, where they find an area where there are a lot of flies, a lot of bones, and really smells like death. And Axel figures this must be where this whatever it is lives. Ew. Yeah. And Axel sees a generator. Well, that's convenient. Right. Actually gets it working, and now there's at least some light. And a lot of noise. Yeah. Great job, Axel. Yes. Now the thing can see you even better. Right? <laughs> and Axel like, um, checks the compass, <laughs> and they head down another tunnel as we hear a growl. That's probably not good. Yep. Run. Yeah. But be careful. Back to Violet and Jack, where Violet tells Jack to slow down as she is the one with the flashlight, and out of nowhere, the tunnel lights turn on. Well, they're curious well, did you about notice? That. Oh, yeah, they're definitely curious about that. But did you notice her say, "That's f- I can see just fine? Yes. <laughs> I was like, wait, what? Yeah. You got special seeing there, Jack? Yeah, I did thought you? that was weird. Just all of a sudden, her kind of throwing that out there. It might have something to do with her time in the dark realm. Or just back in Transylvania, they didn't exactly have floodlights. Right. Jack takes a detour into another tunnel and sees a hand behind some boxes and a little girl peeks out. Well, that was unexpected. Yeah, okay, the hand was freaking me out, though. Yes. What's that? I'm like, oh my god, now what is it? Yeah. What's coming out? Jack tells her hi and that they aren't going to hurt her as they try to figure out why she's down there. Child stands up as Jack tells her to come with them. She runs off. So Jack follows her with Violet trailing behind. Again, I get what they're doing. Yes. But I was just sitting here going, she could be leading you into a trap. Exactly. What are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> so back to Axel and Ivory is Ivory asks Axel if he regrets falling in love and he questions her. Why would she say that? And Ivory asks if he would have changed his mind if he knew the pain her death would cause. Interesting question. I was kind of surprised, and I think Axel was too. Yeah, I don't think he was expecting that. But fortunately, he notices that <laughs> trouble's ahead, and they stop just short of falling into a mine shaft, and Ivory thanks him as she thinks she can jump it. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> yeah, let's do uh, Indiana Jones this, and Ivory, who? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, okay, I know Ivory doesn't know, but oh, you know, that hurt Axel a little. But you know what, Axel? That's what you get for not knowing anime at all. Come on, I know you know Speed Racer. (laughs) So Axel sees something they could use to swing across and asks if she's ready. (laughs) Runs and jumps and is able to grab the rope hanging from above and makes it to the other side. 
is she ready? She just left your butt in the dust. Yes. <laughs> Axel tosses Ivory the pickaxe and puts the compass in his jacket pocket and jumps. Okay. And this is where I was getting mad. Yes. He Why? If this is super important, do you not put it in a, like an inner pocket, a zippered pocket? Right. Somewhere. A tighter pocket? It, yes. <laughs> a back pocket, a front pocket. Something. Uh, grabs the rope, but gets stuck over the shaft, and the compass falls out of his jacket pocket, never to be seen again. And I'm just thinking, okay, we don't know anything about this kid. What if it's like this kid is being controlled by like the Dark One or something, and right. they basically wanted this compass the whole time? Yes. So we see Axel start swinging on the rope and barely makes it across. And Ivory grabs his arm, trying to keep him from falling into the mine shaft. Ivory barely manages to pull Axel up, saying it could have been worse. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you could have fallen. <laughs> and that was a long way down. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm like, well, shouldn't you have had some boards up not to go that way? Yes. And that would have been just too much to lose Julius the last episode and Axel this episode. I was thinking if they're going to kill him off and they kill him off like this. Right. That is just crazy. Yes. <laughs> it's like, oh, it's not a noble act or saving anybody. Nope. No. I just jumped and fell. <laughs> Violet and Jack manage to catch up with the child who screams at them and runs off again. And they find her in a small cave and gets a spear poked at him. Child finally lets them take the spear from her, and they crawl in, seeing shiny things and dolls. Quite a little setup this little girl's got. All right, and again, first of all, I had a very Aliens vibe right. for Alien, which was the first one, Alien, right? Not right. The, okay. And I'm like, she likes shiny things. What the hell are you talking about? That's like a whole apartment. Yeah. <laughs> Bed and everything. Yeah. There's a dresser. There's a whole whole setup. I'm like, that's not just shiny things, honey. What are you talking about? Right. And I was looking. I'm like, wait, are the walls like wood? Is this like a little, was this supposed to be like an office or something? It could have been. Yep. Because it just seemed really strange for all of that to be in there. Yes. And Jack asks if she's hungry and tosses a ration pack toward her. Girl gets down and starts slurping it up. Must have been very hungry. Oh, I'm sure. Violet grabs the largest of four statues, and the girl says, Papa. Violet asks if the thing out there is her Papa, and the child nods. Well, that's not good. So Violet tells Jack that maybe they can give the child her life back if they can change him back. And Jack nods as she says, if they can get to him before Axel and Ivory kill him. Very true. Oh, yeah, because <laughs> they don't know what's going on. Right. Jack tells the child they can help her dad, and Violet asks if she wants that, and the child nods. Jack reaches out her arm and asks if she can show them where he is, and she nods, and she snatches the amulet up around Violet's neck and crawls into another small tunnel. Which is exactly why I'm like, oh, she's setting him up. Yeah, felt very much like a setup at this point. Yes. And back to Axel and Ivory as they seem to be going in circles as they end up back in the chamber with the bone. As they discuss the possibility of having to go through every possible tunnel and market, Axel gets a feeling that the girls are down a specific tunnel. As they are about Yeah, to what is that about though? Yeah. Because that's new. Yes, we've never seen Axel have that gut feeling that, oh, they're this way. 
Right. That's why I'm like, what is this? Come on. Is he <laughs> going to get some superpower now? Right. He's the compass. He didn't need it. It was in you all along. <laughs> well, that would come in handy. Yeah. As they're about to head down that tunnel, an odor overtakes them, and Ivory tells him that it still smells like death. Yeah, I love it. He's like, everything smells like death. Stop it. <laughs> yeah. And the monster comes out of the tunnel and charges after Axel and Ivory. So, of course, instead of seeing what happens there, we go back to Violet and Jack. As they're running through the tunnels and finds the child, Jack tells her to give them the amulet back, but no, child runs off again. Yeah, because she was like teasing him with it. Like, yes. like that. I'm like, this is such a setup. Yes. Violet hears a noise and she asks Jack what it is, and Jack replies that they will find out soon enough as they follow the child. Yeah, great, great. No thoughts, just okay. Yeah. Back to Axel and Ivory as we see Axel flying through the air and landing hard on the bone. Ivory attacks it with the axe to the back, but also gets tossed aside. And the monster is able to pull the axe out of his back just before Ivory attacks with her sword. It forces Ivory... I was like, oh, good. This is is good, right? We're going to take care of this? Yeah. Mm. It forces Ivory into the tunnel wall, but she kicks it to get away as Axel looks for a bone. Ivory is able to get a couple of strikes to hit, but it is able to knock her sword out of her hands. Oh, this ain't good. Ivory finds a sharp, thick bone and uses it to knock its feet out with a shot to the knee. That had to hurt. Right. (laughs) Axel tells Ivory to take its head, and as she's about to, a shot rings out. What? I was thinking it was the soldiers had gotten in. Right. And Ivory falls to her knees, revealing she's been shot by Jack as the vamp runs off. I'm like, what did you just do? Yes. <laughs> and Jack runs to Ivory as Axel demands an explanation. And who is this kid? Right. Just random kid. Thank yeah. you. Violet tells them that that thing is her father. And Jack tells Ivory that she would have never done that if she didn't heal. Yeah. <laughs> You don't know how that orange stuff is affecting everybody, even though they didn't get hit with it. Maybe don't shoot your friends. Yes. Axel figures that they want to turn him, and Violet says that's the point of all this. Getting that, we got to do a good deed here, feeling. Axel's about to reply and stops because of the child. (laughs) I think he had a few choice words he was about to impart on by. Violet tells Jack to not let the child run off, and she goes to find out what Axel's problem is. Huh. He tells her it'd be great to reunite the child with her father, but this thing is feral. And when Vanessa tried to change one, almost every one of them died. Well, that's not looking good. So Violet tells him they have to try, but Axel reminds her that they are off to take on the dark one and can't have a kid tagging along. Violet says... They will deal with that when they get to it. (laughs) Axel goes, yeah, I guess we will. At least he's learned that he doesn't argue with Violet or Jack because they're just as stubborn as Vanessa. Big surprise. Yes, Violet tells the (laughs) child that they will try to save her dad like they promised. And the child says, I help. And it's kind of curious. This girl looks like she was probably eight, nine. But boy, she had forgotten how to talk. Well, you don't know how long she's been in there not talking. Exactly. Violet tells her yes, and the child gives her the amulet back. Oh, thank God for that. Yeah, I'm glad she didn't open it. Yeah. The child leads them to where her dad is, and Axel verifies that there isn't a way out of that area. Jack tells everyone to take their place in case it gets hairy. 
Well, I bet you it will get hairy. <laughs> Ivory starts to go with Jack, but the child grabs her, so Ivory tells her that she's not going to hurt her father. Mutt. <laughs> so Jack cuts her hand, and her and Ivory go in. Yeah, great. Always the hand. Yes. Always the hand. So Jack yells, come and get it, as she holds her bleeding hand out. And the vamp attacks Ivory, first knocking her over, and then goes after Jack. Starts choking Jack, even though it smells her bloody hand. Yeah, I thought that was weird. But, I mean, it's feral, and it's been eating, I think at one point they said bears. Right. (laughs) So, yeah, it's not going to go in just for the easy thing. It's going to try to take you down yes and then feed yeah so ivory does a leg sweep to knock it off its feet and gets a couple of shots in before it looks like it broke her arm and slams her into a wall yeah i'm like is he trying to pull her arm off it sure seemed that way (laughs) jack jumps on its back but is having trouble getting through all the clothing that this thing has on to bite it and of course it's not completely stupid because it slams her into the wall a couple of times before she lets go and he knocks her out yeah that was like a pretty decent fight it's like oh and then ivory just screaming i'm like put your arm back in the socket i don't know what you need to do but yeah i don't think just screaming is gonna help much no especially yelling for jack to wake up as it starts dragging her off axel tells him that they're gonna have to take him down and as Violet starts to fire, the child pushes her. You're not get killing my daddy. Right? It's like, listen, kid, back up. Yeah. And the child yells no to her father and calls him Papa, who charges towards the child. But he stopped. So I thought it was going to almost be like with Axel and the little girl. Right. And like he was going to like recognize her. Right. Which it seemed like that's what it was. But then it's like, nope. Yeah. <laughs> So Axel gets in his path and holds him long enough to allow Jack to jump on its back and bite him. Of course, he falls as Jack lets go and coughs up all the black goo. Yeah, I could have done without that, by the way. (laughs) He reaches out for his daughter and they hug. Father and daughter lead them out of the tunnels and back into the woods. Now, he looks really familiar. Yes, absolutely. And I could not put my finger on it. And I looked at the... Credits, and of course they didn't list him. Of course not. Of course not. And yeah, <laughs> I, I first thought that maybe he was on Battlestar Galactica, but then I thought, no. And I just could not come up where we've seen him. But yeah, he's been in many sci-fi shows, that's for sure. Yeah, it'll probably come up with a name. Like, we'll finally find it on IMDb. <laughs> yes, <laughs> in a couple of weeks. Yeah. Violet likes the feel of the sunshine again, and Jack tells them no more mines, caves, or basements at this point, <laughs> and Ivory agrees. Violet asks if they want to stay, and the father is able to get the words out safe and together, so they're going to stay, which is not a bad idea. They've got a pretty sweet setup there where they can kind of block things off if they need to. Well, now there's only one way, yeah. so that good and bad, I don't know. Yep. Axel tells him to take it easy as he was almost feral and it's going to take some time to recover. They say their goodbyes and leave as Violet wonders if it was the right thing to do leaving them there with him like that. Well, I thought it was weird, too. It's like, like I said, it felt very side quest ish. Right. But okay, are they going to come back and be 
like a major part or something in the last couple episodes. Right. Never. It know. just seems like it would be weird for them to just throw this in here. Yeah. Ivory tells her that it's too dangerous to take them. And Axel replies that the kid is a survivor and the father should be dead unless your Van Helsing 2.0 bite is somehow different. That's one tough SOB. So they'll be fine. I kind of agree with Axel there. Yeah. Ivory tells him that it was a good thing they did for them, and Violet states that sometimes they need a reminder of what we're fighting for. That's what I got out of this episode, is they just needed some reminding. Axel is happy that it worked out. Jack reminds him that they need a new vehicle. And Ivory says, yeah, we need new weapons. And Axel stops and tells them, we need to split up. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> Where did that come from? I kind of felt like... You knew that was coming. Yeah. Violet states they are stronger as a group, but Axel replies that they are more susceptible. And that little adventure almost cost the world its only shot at beating the Dark One. He Mm. hates to say it, but splitting them up is the only way to make sure that one of them make it to the Oracle. That's very true. Yeah, but I was also thinking, okay, is this going to be, we're going to split you up and we're going to... Make sure that you're not compromised because you're in love with each other. That's, That's what I was thinking. Yeah, I kind of had that feeling too, was that that was how it was going to end up. Jack would be going with Axel and Violet and Ivory would be together. Now, Jack says he's right and Violet agrees and gives Jack the amulet because the Dark One and the Oracle don't know that she's made it back from the past. It's safer in her hand. I don't know if they even remember Jack from the past. I feel like that's a good idea. Right. Like we finally had something that makes a whole lot of sense. Yes. But once again, we've got one person with the amulet and the scroll. Yeah, maybe both things aren't the best, but they also don't know about the scroll. Right. Absolutely. Now, Jack tells her that she'll protect it with her life, and Ivory tells her that she won't let it get to that. Okay, so looks like Ivory's decided who she's going with. Yeah. (laughs) To hell with Axel. (laughs) Violet decides that her and Axel will take the main road to keep the heat off of Jack. Ivory wants to know how they'll meet up, and Axel tells them that there's a park in D.C. called Meridian Park and has a sundial. So leave a note, and they will meet up. Yeah, at first I'm like, what the hell does a sundial have to do with anything? Right. (laughs) Well, it might have a place that you can stick a note underneath it. I don't know. Jack says, okay, they'll meet him there, and Violet tells her she better. Axel stops Ivory and tells her to forget what he said in the tunnels, and that she should love fast, love hard, that shit is rare, and it's better to love and lost. Ivory gives him a hug and tells him to take care of himself. Violet tells Ivory to take care of her sister, and Ivory tells her that she knows she will. Jack tells Axel thanks for everything, and he Tells her to make sure she gets there. Jack tells Violet that if she ever needs her, she's right there as she puts her hand on her heart. And Violet tells her, see you in D.C. And Jack replies, yes, you will. And each group heads off in a different direction. And then we're like, okay, this is episode eight. Right. What the heck? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. This is like. We got okay, five episodes we are left, and we still have not seen Vanessa. Right. She's the executive producer, though, so I did see her name in the credits. True. But I was just like, okay, this just seems like 
it makes sense to split up, but to go so far apart from each other at the same time seems like this might not be a good idea. I don't know. Yeah, because you would think that there would be a whole lot more military around D.C. Yeah, definitely closer to D.C., especially now that they've spotted them. Right. And they would have seen multiple people running. What are they going to be like? Oh, they died in the cave or some shit. Right. I mean, I guess it's believable, but I don't think that the Oracle would be that trusting. I was like trying to find the right word. Right. I kind of agree <sighs> with you there that, yeah, they had them dead to rights and let them slip away. So, <laughs> so the Oracle is going to be ticked. Yes. Dark one even more so. Yes. I think the dark one's finally just going to stomp her foot and says, damn it. Nobody can do it right. I'll have to do it myself. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't think she'll don't be know. able to handle this type of failure over and over and over. <laughs> I don't know how this is going to finally come together. I'm really starting to question things. Right. It's hard not to. <sighs> okay. Well, this is crazy. I can't believe we're down to the last, you said, five episodes? Yep. Ugh. I know. <laughs> God, this is rough. All right. Well, you know how we felt about this. So we want to know how you feel and what you think about the last couple episodes. Are we going to get there? Are we going to get the payoff that we want? Because they know it's the end. Yes. So they, they're not leaving us on a, a cliffhanger. No, they aren't. At, At least, least we hope. That not. would suck. <laughs> yes. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> but let us know what you think. Shoot us an email at sci-fi talk at fangirlzone.com. You can also check everything out over at www.com fangirlzone.com and we have a contacts page it's usually easier to find everything so you know how to tweet with us or send direct messages to steve and i and while you're at it if you can rate and review us on itunes and every other platform you find us on because good ratings and reviews help other fans of the show find us tell your friends about this show they can totally catch up watch the last few episodes with you and we can all stress out together and we of course hope you're enjoying the podcast again please let us know your thoughts your questions, your comments. And for this episode of Sci-Fi Talk, I am Sean Fangirl S. And I'm Steve, ready to do some Indiana Jones shit. And until next time. <laughs>